Hey, it's Priscilla. And this is Sophia. And you're listening to Girl, You're Not Alone. Quick disclaimer we are not professionals. We are just two friends who wanted to come together to create a community for you guys. Because you guys might be going through what we have been through. So grab your snack, grab a blanket, and let's chat. All right, guys. Hi, everyone. Hi, welcome back. Yes, welcome back to PS. You're not alone. Yes. Another episode of this amazing podcast. Yep. I'm your host, Sophia, if you don't already know. <laughs> and I'm your host, Priscilla. We actually probably should have done that from the beginning of every episode so people actually know who's speaking. Probably. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. If you don't know us personally, I, I'm i genuinely sorry because I've listened to podcasts and not known and and gotten completely lost especially if the voices are similar so i am sorry do you think we sound similar no but like (laughs) if i don't know like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like if i don't know someone's names like i don't i don't know what's going on well (laughs) it's really hard to follow so this is priscilla once again yes and this is sophia i think we're starting to branch a little bit more out of family and friends yes a few people who might not know us personally so yeah. hi thank you for being here <laughs> thanks for the follow please leave a review <laughs> yes you can find us at, at ps you're not alone yes um so today we're talking about um friends we've done a few friend episodes and like the whole reason we did this podcast was for people to not feel alone and to uplift people and try to kind of find positivity and also show people that they're not alone in some of the struggles yeah that we've been alone in so we both have talked about friends and what it's and how friends have kind of done us a little dirty or taken advantage of us in the past and today we want to talk about what it's like to lose a friend and how that feels on our end on yeah. your end on personally on a personal level and you're not alone to be like hung up on the fact that you lost a friend yeah so but yeah so we both have been had pretty different experiences with friends um yeah hard experiences with friends and we just want to let you guys know that you're not alone in those yeah. experiences and it, it's not to say that like we haven't been bad friends before because like i know that like friendships go two ways and like i have i'm not a perfect person you know oh, yeah. like I've been at fault for plenty of things. Um, Me too. But today's episode is to just kind of talk about, like, feeling that loss and, like, maybe not understanding it Mm -hmm. um, and mourning it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, so I feel like a lot of people, like, growing up, you were told by your parents, like, friends come and go. Friends come and go. And it's fine. It's cool. It's super easy and you kind of have this expectation that you're going to get over a friendship very quickly um and sometimes that's just not the case sometimes friends like the loss of a friend or the friendship whether it was toxic or not might have might stay with you a lot longer than you realize yeah and then you kind of think internally like why am i so hung up on someone who's just a friend yeah and you beat yourself up a little bit yeah it can be easy i actually lost a whole friend group when i was in middle school Mm -hmm. um i 
invited. I was having a party at my house, a hangout, um, and I invited (laughs) all my friends. And then I invited some people who would be considered outliers. Mm -hmm. Um, Not in with the cool kids, not in with any kids, kind of doing their own thing. Um, What some kids would consider like, quote unquote, the smelly kids or whatever you know, like yeah, kind of treat the oddballs. Yes, a bit. Um, treating them like the oddballs. And so I had invited um, one particular young man um, who didn't always smell the best, didn't always have clean hair. Um, I invited him because he had become my friend because my family had seen him and his brother walking on the side of the road, and we picked them up one day. Mm-hmm. Um. And I had talked to him before and was nice to him, but it was, it was the first time I realized how lonely he was because I was a girl. Like I was just hanging out with my girlfriends, you know, like, yeah. um, but I, I realized realizing how lonely he was and what him and his family were going through. Um, what people didn't know was his mom was going through cancer. His dad was working nonstop. Wow. No one could take care of him. His older brother was working. Like, it was just a whole situation that was not, not good. Um, and then they, like, walked away. Like, they were, like, I remember them telling me at lunch, well, when they found out. Because <laughs> I didn't think it was a big deal. To invite like, this guy. Right? Like, <laughs> I didn't think it was a big deal at all. And they were, like, so you're either going to uninvite him or we're not coming. <laughs> and so, like. This whole friend group? Yes, this whole friend group. <laughs> wow. And, like, I was, like, Okay. And like, wow! I didn't uninvite him, Good and literally you. just like got ghosted. And I had a fun time at my party with like the three people who showed up. Um, but yeah, I lost a whole friend group and kind of went through like an identity crisis in middle school. Oh my gosh! Of like, luckily I had sports and different things to like navigate through that. But it was a very weird experience. Yeah. Um, and that's to, a pinnacle moment in your. Oh yeah in your life it definitely was middle school (laughs) it was was, it was so weird like i'm laughing now because like because it's now i can laugh about it yeah but it sounds um, like like petty little kids who didn't want the smelly kid to come to your party yeah in the moment i was really hurt by it but i remember being like no (laughs) like this is what i stand for um because any other like any other middle school would have been like sure yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't. I want you guys to come to the party. I'll. I'll disinvite this person. Yeah. So good for you for saying no. Yeah. So. It was. It was, and I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't blame them at all because we all make stupid mistakes when we're young. We oh. even make stupid mistakes when we're old. Yes. Um. I don't. I don't blame them, and I love them, and I cheer them on social media. I've seen some since. Um. Because I, I, I never got back in that friend group. Mm-hmm. Not through high school, not through anything. Well, mainly because in high school, like, two different middle schools merged. And then I had a whole world of people. Um, but it just, it was a very pinnacle moment. And I think in that moment, that's when I kind of decided, like, I want to always be true to myself. Mm-hmm. And I want to always make sure people who may or may not fit society's norms will always feel welcome into my home. Wow. And I can tell you, like, every holiday, that kid came to my front door and dropped off a gift. Aww. Every holiday. My birthday. For years. 
And like, I remember I was in college and I got a message from him on Facebook Mm -hmm. and he told me, he said, thank you so much for friending me like that because I was so close to killing myself. And it's like, yeah, I lost all my friends in the moment, but it was totally worth it, you know? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. That's a pinnacle. It was crazy. That's a pinnacle moment. And I'm sure that was super devastating to you as a middle schooler losing all yeah. your friends all at once. It was. And like I said, like, I still cheer them on. Like, I, I love them all. Like, like I just love them. Like, they're all doing such incredible things with their lives. And I'm so happy for them. And, you know, I like the status. And I comment, you know, like, go get it, girl. Like, you got this. Like, just, like, rooting for them. Because I realize, like, when we're young, we make stupid mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, pro- they might be thinking that, too. Yeah. It was, like, it was navigating that and finding that, like, and it wasn't easy overcoming it. But, like, finding that, like, ability to forgive and to learn from the situation and to really – and not allow it to change me mm-hmm. and still be who I am. Um, which is a very strong opinionated person, well, which is not always great. But. Well, I mean, it's good because <laughs> I mean, I could tell you right here now that I probably would have the middle school me probably definitely would have been like, uh, yeah, you know, um, so, and that's, you can say that about many people, many yeah. people who probably would have been like, well, I, I want them to be my friends, yeah, which is fine, but it takes a very strong person to and say no that's why i don't blame them because like they were in middle school yeah like just babies little pack like just babies i just happen to be very hard-headed like don't tell me what to do <laughs> um but i love them all like and support them all and like thankful for him and like thankful for like the life lessons that came out of that um that was the first really big like friend loss i've ever experienced yeah yeah people don't talk about when you're growing up people don't talk about what a friend loss how it could be traumatic you know what i mean like you start thinking to yourself what was wrong with me like you naturally go to what's wrong with me why what did i do who who like my personality is it wrong how can i change my personality to fit make people like me better like it's very it's very easy for people to go down that route instead of going down the route saying I was the best the person that I could be. They don't want to be friends with me and that's fine. Yeah. So no one like I wish that we went down that route more than the first route where we're thinking what was wrong with me? What yeah. was wrong with me? What was wrong with me? And I've done that countless of times over and over again. I've had that happen to me where I'm thinking to myself is it my fault? Is it my fault that they left? Was I crazy? Was I too much? Was was I too selfish? You know, um, and I wish that I was, and I try really hard to go the other route where I say to myself, I was as good as a friend as I could have ever been. I gave them 110% and it just didn't work out. Yeah. But I want I want people to know that it's okay to to think those thoughts like we need to get ourselves out of that but it's okay to to feel that thoughts or feel that thought you know three four five six months a year after you know you lose a friend group what would you say is like your like your biggest loss or like something that was not your biggest loss but the most impactful one 
my uh, over like my whole friend group experience or yeah well there's two pretty big ones one that i haven't one of that i've talked about before that roommate experience and it it felt so big because i was going through losing my dad at the same yeah. time and then there was another one in high school where we were we had started off like Georgia and i had started off with the cool kids and then kind of drifted out of the cool or it, i mean it was such a small school it wasn't really hardcore cool versus not cool it was more like athletic versus creative versus mm-hmm. um computer science yeah um so we were in with the kids and then we started kind of pulling out because we had made we had made friends freshman year with the wrong girl and she kind of went off a rocker and went a little crazy and we were like all right that we don't want anything part of that so by the end of freshman year we were really good friends with this other girl with two girls and um they were classified as the odd ones kind of you know what i mean um but again it wasn't like that type of high school halfway through this is actually this is actually like three months in after meeting connor yeah and talking to connor so we had not been girlfriend and boyfriend um and he had come in october actually to to ask me to be his girlfriend in person so literally right around that time it was a volleyball season and my mom had made it was me georgette my twin and then one of the girls who was a volleyball player and she was very musical and yada yada and then the other friend was the person who didn't play volleyball and she um would go and hang out with my mom or whatever and she would watch our games she was super awesome devoted to watching our games and she my mom took her to go get dunkin donuts or something like that and my mom made an assumption about the friend who played volleyball with us and had said it to this other friend the smaller friend we'll call it the big friend and the small friend and the big friend played volleyball the small friend went with my mom my mom made an assumption about the big friend that my small friend thought was the most outrageous assumption in the entire world and she went over to the tall friend and immediately after the game when they were alone said it so the next day or the next week Georgia and I come to school and we find that this two friends that we were the you know a friend group of four these two friends were deathly mad at us and wouldn't talk to us and we were baffled about yeah and we were trying and 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 I, and I think back to it and I think how stupid was this that we spent so much energy and so much time trying to coax out why they were mad at us only to come to find out that they were mad at us for something that my mom had said in a passing thought not like a serious thing yeah so it was really tough because it was high school and we were like 15 16 and we're putting so much energy into this friendship 
and couldn't figure out why they were i mean they had basically ghosted us they were just would and it was a very small school there was like 50 kids in my class in my graduating class yeah and i don't know why they just ghosted when we finally figured it out we were like i don't know what to i don't know what to tell you because we can't control what my mom says who cares who cares you know i don't know what to tell you and um we ended up not being like they just ghosted us and they pulled out of the friendship and they became friends with themselves and and did their own thing and that's great good for them and we just there was no for them it was there was no saving it yeah we couldn't figure out why so it was pretty traumatic it was just and we i mean i spent months afterwards wondering like what did i do wrong that that little thing would completely ruin the entire friendship that can be really hard it's like the wonderings can be really hard the wonderings yeah the wonderings are super hard because you go you think back and you think what did i do what did i do yeah was i not a good friend for them to like leave so easily yeah or was i did i take advantage too much for them to be taking it think that it was okay to take advantage of me or i think i think a lot about am i that much of a pushover do i have like no spine where they think that they can walk all over me and i let them do i you know it's it's a whole a whole thing and then what i get caught up with sometimes is memories i'm a very very empathetic right is empath right yeah where i i i don't know are you are you (laughs) <laughs> so that's the side of the brain that you use yeah <laughs> where you're more one's more logical and one's more like visual and creative and do you know what i mean yeah what's that are you looking for the word where it's um you like to look back at your memories what is that word for that i go deep in my memories like a smell not resentful <laughs> it's like the happy like reminiscing reminiscing that's yeah. the word you're looking for i'm a reminiscer well i i don't know why um i memories come very vivid to me yeah um a smell will trigger a memory a a sound will trigger a memory and i'm like deep into it or song song songs always got really deep memories and um i don't know why my brain just like the memory and the song or the smell or the visual is like connects it yeah and and stores it forever so the memories the memories of the laughing or the memories of ridiculous things that we have said to our friends in those joyful super joyful moments right and i find myself reminiscing on that and then wondering wow how could you be so like feel so much joy yeah and then now have it fill you with like sadness you know what i mean yeah it's i mean i find that tough for me it's hard it can be really hard especially if you're like reminiscing on it it can just like take you back to that moment yeah (laughs) it can take you back and then like you can either like be like happy and joyful about it and move on or you can be like sad and miss it yeah sometimes i think to myself thank god excuse me (laughs) i did a little like a little burp there um thank god that i met connor and we grew together and yeah a lot of my memories with him are my only memories as far as like with the significant other 
So I think to myself, wow, thank God I get that. And I'm so yeah. blessed and thankful for that because I don't have to hit a memory, like get triggered by a memory with some other person. Like and, an ex-boyfriend uh, yeah. or something. Yeah. And remember it all that used to be Connor. You yeah. know, or that used to be my that ex-boyfriend. You're very sentimental. I am sentimental. Yeah. I'm such a sensitive soul. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. Um, but yeah, that is that is beautiful that you get that just with him. Yeah. So that this is something that I really like like and hate about myself where I get sentimental about sentimental about things and um triggered by a smell or a memory and and then think, wow, wow, that really sucked that yeah. those those persons that once brought joy and I thought that I brought a lot of joy to them into their lives. Yeah. That they're just gone now. You know? Yeah. It's very interesting. It's interesting. And people are, again, people are like friends. They come and go. It's cool. It's whatever, you know. No skin on your nose, right? No, it is. Like, we either, and I say we because, like, personally, too, Mm -hmm. we either leave people better or we leave them worse. Yeah. There's not a a you just leaving somebody as they are because you either damaged them or you helped them in some way. And it's true for people to us. They either helped us in some way or they damaged us in some way. And you know what? You can have a situation where you help them, but they damaged you. Oh, yeah. You helped them. They damaged you. They helped you. You damaged them. Yeah. Like, it's... We have to be... It's sad, but it's true. Yeah. I think it's so easy to treat people as if they're replaceable, as if they're just things. Um... I'm a really big supporter of, um, like, people aren't products. Yeah. Um, you can't just throw them away. You can't just throw friends away. You can't just move on to the next. I mean, you can, but you shun it. Right. Um, it's just you, you leave a wake of damage at that point because yeah. it's that ripple effect. Um, it's just a ripple effect. <laughs> And I know that, so Pete, and what people get cut up about is comparing friendship to like an intimate relationship. Oh yeah, you can't do that. And it's not that, it's not that, but they are supposed to be the people that you trust. Yeah. That you really trust and you trust with the things that are bothering you and you trust with the things that you're going through and you need advice or you need someone to listen and that's that's a whole different oh, yeah. level of trust and when that trust gets broken it's you know it's very hard to trust again or it's very yeah. hard to not overthink again and we've actually we've hit a little bit about this um the girls from um the girls from girls with goals goals are yes girls with girls caroline and Anne Catherine. they even touched about it a little bit when we did their podcast with them um, they said that like you're always expecting you know the shoe to drop you're always expecting yeah. them to do something once you've been hurt once you've been hurt multiple times by different friends you're always expecting them the next one to just do yeah. something something you said about the whole like friends aren't meant to be like intimate partners with you mm-hmm. um i love that because your partner your husband your wife whoever you're with is not meant to fulfill every single need in your life 
Yeah. And it's the same thing for friends. Like, friends are not meant to fill every void in your life. Um, and I've been in a situation where a friend was expecting that out of me, and it, it yes. went horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, horribly wrong. It's terrible. It's it so is. taxing on you when a friend expects that from you. It is. And and us being people pleasers, you want to give yeah. them 110%. My, I guess my most recent friendship loss, mm-hmm. it was very recent. It was two two years ago. I want, I want to say it was like before, right before COVID, um, like six months before. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little less. I don't know, guys. I'm not great at timelines. Um, <laughs> Sophia knows this. It's okay. Um, I'm like, yeah, a week ago. Actually, six weeks ago. I know. Um, yeah. So I had, I was celebrating. Um, they were they were pregnant. Um, they were going to have a child. And we were celebrating that. Um, and I had went to this, see this person celebrate with them. And I didn't realize that they were suffering so much. Mm-hmm. Um, they were going through a really hard time, like a really difficult time, a really lonely season themselves. Um, and when I went to see them, everything I did was instantly the wrong thing I did. Oh, no. Um, everything. Like from not staying with them because they didn't have space for me to really stay with them because their spare room was being turned into a nursery mm-hmm. and so in my mind it's okay great like I'll just stay with someone else and then just go over and help them with this you know mm-hmm. um but in her mind it was you're choosing someone else over me and that wasn't the reality of it the reality of it was is I was trying to be helpful right um and I remember her <laughs> voicing that you know like oh I'll just stay with them so I'm not in your way um but when a massive blow up happened, um, it was thrown in my face, you know, like, you don't, you don't, you didn't come here for me. I'm only here for you. <laughs> like, I'm here, I'm only here to celebrate you. Yeah. My friend, um, my, like my best friend, someone who I consider a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I literally seen a whole different side of this friend and it was this long, just hours on hours of just like trauma that was just like spewed out on me and it was it was months and years of trauma she had been holding on from other situations she had going on in her life and it was just dumped on me oh, man. um everything was just a full-on not just me um her mother was also there and it was spewed out on her mother as well um just like lots of like childhood trauma friendship trauma you know trauma from you know, in-laws, different things like that were all just, like, coming out. Mm-hmm. And it was, she was using me as her punching bag at the time for all of this, directing all of that hurt she had on me. Um, and it was, it was so confusing. I was so confused and so hurt. And I remember leaving and um, family and friends, like, apologizing, you know, like, we're so sorry. You just went through this. We're so sorry. Um, and I got to the airport and I remember she called me and I knew better than to answer. Oh, did you answer anyway? I did. Mm -hmm. I knew better. I literally thought I should not answer this. This is not a safe call for me to answer, but I did because I loved her so much. I still love her. I still care about her. 
Um, but I loved her so much in that moment. I was willing to put my own hurt, what I had just won through in the last 48 hours on the back burner to just hear her out, Mm -hmm. give her a chance. Right. Um, and it went horribly. I, yeah, I was going to ask, did she, did she give you like the, I'm sorry, not sorry type of. No, there was no apologizing. There was no apologizing. Not even that. Not an apology at all. It was, you're leaving. And then a whole spew of things on me again. Um, And which I am so thankful for my husband because my husband found out and my husband was like, I'm booking you a different flight right now. You're coming home. Mm. Um, And I'm I'm so thankful for him for that instead of being like, okay, I'm so sorry. Like, I love you. I love you. And then making me wait a few days and fly out on the next, like, whenever my flight was originally. Yep. Um, he changed it right away. and was like my hero in that moment of like, come home. Yeah. Like, I've got you. And I just, I cried that whole flight. Like, I must have looked like a crazy person boarding oh, the flight because I, cried. I was puffy and I was like, scanned my thing and trying to hide my face and just bawled the whole flight. And it was literally just, it was the worst thing ever. Well, um, I would have cried. I mean, I've cried oh. over friends. Oh, I cried. I could still probably like cry just like thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to because I'm holding it back. But it was, it was so traumatic. And I just remember just like being so confused and just like so hopeful, like just like so hopeful, like she's going to reach out. She's going to reach out. She's going to reach out. Like we're better. Everything's going to be okay. We're good friends. I thought we were good friends. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if I ever sent the first message or she ever sent the first message. I don't know. I just, it was just silence. I know for like a really long time, if there was a message after I got back, but just lots of silence for a very long time. And then there was like an occasional message on like Instagram or something. And I got an apology. I think it was through Instagram. Um, could have been could have been text message, but I'm pretty sure it was Instagram. I got a long apology. Um, but it was still very much like your fault. Mm-hmm. That's when I received. And this was like months, if not like a year down the road that I received a, I'm sorry, but, but still like, you're the problem. You're the problem. Oh man. Um, do you feel like you gave her 110% and never got it reciprocated? We, in our friendship, it was a hundred and a hundred. Oh. Like that's why it was so painful because like we, when I say we were literally like sisters, we were literally like sisters. Her oh. family was like a second family to me. She was literally my sister. I would have done absolutely anything for her and i still would if she was to call me and need anything i would still do it um i just i absolutely love her i love her husband i love their little boy like i love their whole family like i love everyone um but she was like my sister she was there for me at my lowest time and like i was there for her in her lowest times and so it was that's why it was such a shock to my system Mm -hmm. um it was it was i was literally mourning it was as if my sister a physical sister of mine had died that's what it felt like um it was just awful um but how, she hmm? how has it affected your friendships net now and today um it honestly like left like it left me i will say like it left me more timid as far as like Ooh, I don't want this to happen again. Mm-hmm. Like, 
would never let this happen. So I feel like I'm a, maybe a little too sensitive to people's feelings now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, being sensitive is always a great thing, but I feel like maybe I'm a little too sensitive. Like I second guess myself a little bit more than what I used to. Um, which is super annoying and I get annoyed with myself even because I'll be like, well, are you sure you want to do this? And it'll be something as simple as like <laughs> going on a walk or something. And I'll be like, are you sure though? Like we don't have to if you don't want to. And I'm like, why did you just say that? Like you used to never be like that. Like don't second guess yourself. And it's something I've really had to work on. Um, So I got to see them because we were on a work trip. Um, And when I... Went and seen them. I took him with me because I was too scared to go by myself in person, which sounds so ridiculous, you, you know? You took John with you, yeah. I did. I was like, it sounds ridiculous. Like, I can't just meet up with someone I was, like, sisters with for coffee, but I couldn't. Like, I was too scared to because I was scared I was still going to get... I would be scared too, yeah. I was terrified. Um, and she brought her husband and it was it was fine. It was super awkward, though. Um, you could tell, like, there was a little bit of tension there. Um... And I remember John said something so wise before we went. Because I was like, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do you want, do you value this friendship enough to want to see it come back to life? Oh, man. And I was like, simple question, yes. <laughs> like, the answer is yes. Like, without a doubt, yes. And he's like, then you have to go. Wow. So we went and it was super awkward. And then here we are, like, you know, a year later almost. Then we start this podcast and I got a phone call um from this person I didn't answer because it was I literally it was like PTSD um I literally like froze and I hadn't received a phone call from this person since all this happened two years two and a half years wow um so my last phone call with that person was that traumatic one where I was crying and like shaking and cried for hours on a flight by myself and was spewed out all these things about what this person said I was um and what I did to them and so I like froze and like couldn't answer it and then like I got home and I was like John and like explained everything to him and he's like said the same thing well do you value this friendship enough to want to see it to come back to life and I'm like nope yes oh you said yes <laughs> yeah. again that's how much I love her oh, like wow. I know man good for you I know so I was like yes so I called back we talked a little bit and she asked if I had time and I'm like well you know I'm cooking dinner we're about to eat um what, what do you want to talk about and she's like well it's, it's actually a really long conversation I was like okay so she called me we called we made a plan we called later um she actually ghosted me all weekend <laughs> when she was supposed to call me um which was fine she's very busy she's a mom like that happens sure, sure. and it happened to be like I think Father's Day weekend or Mother's Day weekend okay so like she she called me on Monday and she was like, I'm so sorry. Because I had texted her. I was like, hey, just to let you know, like, here's a free out. Like, I understand you were very busy this weekend. Like, call me when you're free. Um, I didn't say it's a free out, but I was, like, giving her a free out. Because mm-hmm. I understood. Um, and then she, like, apologized. She's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't realize what weekend it was. I was like, not a problem. And then we had a phone call. And it was, she apologized profusely and was like, I couldn't see what I was doing wrong in that moment. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going through my own kind of friend loss. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and now I'm realizing what I just did to you. Wow. And this was like two and a half years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was a long time. 
and she's like i know i apologized in the past but it wasn't a true apology i like i know i still put the blame on you wow and she's like and i'm so sorry like i'm i shouldn't have placed all of that on you like i did and you know i i told her like i i i accept that apology like i'm not gonna lie like i didn't want to answer your phone call i honestly like it triggered stuff in me um and she's like no i totally understand that and i i just i apologized as well because i'm like i'm sorry like i could have maybe communicated things better or asked you more of what maybe you needed in that moment instead of just like assuming what you needed in the moment you know because that's clearly not what you needed you clearly needed to talk to your your friend your best friend the person you've seen as a sister um and and you clearly needed to talk and i assumed what you needed was me not in your space um and so it opened my eyes up to like okay like that was my role in it no I didn't do everything she said I did no I wasn't this terrible person she said I was well I feel like it was a very imbalanced thing like I know she's Mm -hmm. saying sorry now but I feel like back then it was a very uh, imbalanced thing where oh yeah you whatever you think you might have been doing isn't wasn't really very much compared to how much she put it out of proportion oh yeah so is how was it like is that releasing for you for her to say sorry and for her to come back after and the phone call it was and the message i had received like the year before it wasn't because it's like what you just said i could feel that it wasn't it wasn't really an apology it was more of like i need to do this or Mm -hmm. i have to do this um so this most recent one was releasing it it felt sincere and i felt released from it um because it's such a burden Mm -hmm. like losing someone that you like love that much and you see like as a like a sister or you see as like a close friend like and it was so lonely for and like i was going through my own stuff too yeah like i was newly married in a state that wasn't my own trying to make friends like and it was hard like living in like a really depressing like city like the city i lived in was really um just like drug ridden Mm -hmm. um really just a real sad situation and like it was all new to me like everything was so new to me and and if, if you've moved to a new city you know how much like that's scary like new is hard is, you yeah. know like yeah. and so like i didn't have that support and like i was going through my own things and like she was just so blinded by her own that she just like she couldn't see anyone else but herself in that moment mm-hmm. not even her family and like well, it goes back to what you were saying. You've said it to me multiple times where you said if someone lashes out like that, something yeah. in them is hurting. Mm-hmm. Something in them is hurting very much. And and sometimes you can't do anything about it. Yeah. You yourself can't, you know, you even if you give them 110% or you give them your all, you cannot do anything about it and it's not your job to fix it. Yeah. But I can't believe that I can't imagine any of these people who are my friends who really wronged me coming back and and saying like i'm sorry that i did i was so awful to you yeah i can't imagine that i mean it would feel man it would feel so good to hear it you know what i mean yeah and um she was a good person like when i when i tell you like she was incredible and the friendship was 100 percent on both ends like giving it was like it 100% was like it was one of those like rare friendships that you find in life and 
that's why she was able to come back and truly apologize it took two and a half years but like that's why she was like able to work through her own stuff and i gave her that space to work through it but like i don't know if we'll ever be friends like that again sure yeah Um, i'm hopeful but like that's because she was such a good person like not everyone's a good person not everyone's going to come back to you and apologize no no and i know that some people with intimate relationships like they'll go through something like that and that's a whole different sphere but i feel like it's more common for friends to just kind of up and go or the friendship get cut off and you never get closure or an apology or or anything and i mean i don't know i think how amazing would that feel if like say those girls who i was living with and while my dad was super sick like if one of them or both of them said hey i'm really sorry that i treated you this way this way while your dad was you know going through what he was going through and you were going through what you were going through with your dad like how i mean I don't know i can't ever imagine it actually happening because i don't think these girls would ever do something like that but i mean to me would how like i almost yearn for it you know what i mean it almost feels like man wouldn't that be awesome and i envy you for being able to go through like that traumatic very very traumatic thing and then actually have some closure at at, you know after two years so I, and it's okay it's okay for you to not have closure yeah like don't don't hang on it yeah that's you what can't. i've learned you can't hang on it because you just you're gonna you can't live your life like that you gotta yeah. live your life to and understand like they're probably not gonna say sorry and you're just gonna have to be the bigger person and forgive them you have to find that freedom from it yeah because if you hold on to it it's just and reminiscing's great, but like, is that like hindering your future? You know, yeah. Like, it can be so easy to get caught up on that. And I, I will say, like, I, like, I was extremely just like, just blown away by this. And John knew how close we were. Um, obviously, <laughs> um, he funded a lot of my trips <laughs> to see her, <laughs> but um no like all jokes aside like it it definitely left its scar Mm -hmm. and like the closure is nice like i will say that but it almost feels like a funeral too yeah because it's like yes i got closure but like where's the magic wand to fix this and now we're friends again it's not yeah it's not gonna there's not there's not a magic wand i don't know if we'll ever be friends again on that level yeah yeah and it and it um it affects you with every other friendship that you go into that's the thing too people yeah. don't understand that or may not think i mean especially in growing up i never thought i was never given any indication by parents or other adults that friends would uh carry over or yeah. like whatever trauma or whatever situations you went in with friends would carry over to your next friend like baggage almost like you know intimacy problems and when you're intimate with someone and you go through kind of a toxic relationship you carry that over to the next relationship and the same thing with friends i i mean you we've talked about this before you've noticed firsthand where i i spiral a little bit you know i i was 
I went through this thing where I was talked about in another group chat. And, like, we had a group chat all together, and then they made a separate group chat. Yeah. I just, just to complain about me, and, well, at least it felt that way, you know? Yeah. They might not have actually been just complaining about me, but it felt that way. And now, you, you know, you see my neurotic things. Yeah. With you. That's the thing is, like, it's like I said earlier, like, we're either leaving people better or we're leaving people worse there's we're not leaving people neutral you never come in contact with anyone and just leave them neutral not even like the store clerk like how you talk to someone when you're checking out your groceries matters too yeah handing over your credit card for the fast food you're grabbing like every encounter impacts someone and like friends impacts people and you're right like adults don't tell you that as kids no no one really prepares you for that no, they, they tell you talk all you know high and low about yeah intimacy and how that could leave you sticks and stones might break your bones yeah but words can never hurt you yeah <laughs> they talk of you know you talk about like intimate relationships and how that could affect you and yeah and be good or bad and things like that but no one ever says like hey you see that friend that she might screw you up a little bit yeah. or she might leave you in the best way possible you know it's just there's we so could much easily be toxic yeah it, there's so much behind it there's so much yeah. behind it how it affects your relationships in the future and i was i felt so alone in thinking this way you know what i mean i felt like i was the only person who was going through making you know losing friends or feeling upset about losing yeah. a friend when everyone else was just like yeah we're not friends anymore it's cool it's whatever which is also could just be masking maybe or maybe maybe they're so much stronger than i am yeah you know or maybe i'm stronger for feeling the feelings yeah who knows but i just felt so alone for being upset about losing friends i think one of the biggest things is like recognizing the bad that came out of a relationship lost or still being had um and working on that and changing it because like as much as as much as she hurt me i know i hurt her Mm -hmm. in that situation you know like could i have apologized sooner and fixed this should i have stayed those extra days should i have communicated better like even though she wasn't communicating was I communicating properly? Like, where's my improvement on that? And, like, making sure, like, we self-reflect on ourselves and, like, where that is so that we don't become the worst versions of ourselves. Yeah. Because it's so easy to, like, emulate and become reactive because of what we've gone through. hmm And, like, just making sure, like, we're better so we don't ever do that to anyone or we don't ever hurt yes. anyone. Or that yes. we can help and recognize someone who's hurting. Yep yeah yeah that's so it is such a good way to put it i love that always like i love that you said that now i want to think about how okay the next friendship or the next person knowing that oh this might be a trigger or this might be something that i can recognize or recognize it for me knowing that like maybe this is the friendship that i don't want to invest in yeah you know you know what it makes me think of it makes me think of that 
where um, I th I've seen a picture of it where it's talking about sometimes holding on is so much more painful, oh, yeah. harder than letting go. The rope. And the rope with the hand and, you know, as the rope is tightening, your hand is getting crushed. But as soon as you let go, the pressure is released. It's kind of like that. It's true. Some Honestly. And it goes to holding on to the hurt, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't even tell my mom about that whole situation. Wow. That's like... One, like how heartbroken I was. Two, I didn't want anyone other than my husband to know because I didn't want anyone forming an opinion on her that knew her because I loved her that much and valued our friendship that much. Um, I only told my mom recently though. <laughs> and wow. it was like a conscious decision I had made after I had talked to her wow. a few months ago. You were really invested yeah. in this relationship, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Sisters. <laughs> It's hard. Sisters from different Mrs. and Misters. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was the corniest thing ever. <laughs> I know. Man. But, um, no, and, and my mom was shocked. Really? Oh, my mom was, like, literally shocked, like, shook to her core of, what? What do you, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. Because I just, like, I didn't talk about it, which probably wasn't healthy at all. <laughs> to anyone but my husband and even him i just like after a bit just walled it up until like different things you know what i mean mm -hmm. um but like yeah just making sure like we don't hold on to that hurt and also making sure like we're communicating with people who do love us because mm -hmm. like what if my mom would have had good advice for me on how to fix yes. this or uh, to like what? My next question to you was if you had a young daughter yeah. or a young son or if you have a young niece or young nephew, whatever, someone young who you know, who you influence is going through starting to make friends and things like that, what advice would you give them? Oh. <laughs> what, or what advice were you wish you were told um, as a young kid? So my, my mom always like taught us like treat everyone how you want to be treated so yeah. i tried to do that it wasn't perfect i was a kid I, I made some bad decisions um but i she raised us like that um but like i i wish like something i could tell someone other than like love people and like be there for them and do anything people need whether regardless of their like financial status or who they are um regardless of like anything ethnicity gender religious beliefs um i wish something that i would tell someone else or i wish would have been told to me was like it's okay to like talk to other people about it in a non-gossiping way oh yeah to seek advice because my husband is a man who couldn't really give me like he gave me great advice right sure, yeah but he didn't know what to do with that like he didn't know what to do with me like as i oh, mourned yeah. this and was like extremely lonely yeah same thing with connor like right like they don't know like he didn't know the only um, the only thing that they like know or that connor knew was like hey you need to get out yeah you need to get out of the of that toxic environment because yeah. The more you stay in, the more, the worse you're getting. Yeah. So I just, I wish something that would have been like told to me more, which like my mom and I have a pretty open relationship, um, but I, I wish it would have been taught to me more and it's something I would tell my niece, my nephew, my like nieces, 
every anyone friends strangers don't be afraid to talk about it to someone else other than someone who you are friends with or are family with because one it's always going to be biased mm-hmm. they're always going to choose you <laughs> um you need an unbiased opinion and two like it's so it's okay to like seek professional help for that and i wish i would have sought a like a a therapist or a counselor for that friendship loss because it still here i am oh no don't cry because i'm gonna cry i told you i wasn't gonna cry sorry guys i lied you can cry it's okay tears are okay on this podcast (laughs) I wish someone would have told me. Oh man, I'm gonna go. That <laughs> seeking professional help for a loss of a friendship is okay. Because I thought you only seek professional help for like the loss of a spouse or a loss of a marriage or a loss of a sibling. Like I wish that would have been told to me because I feel like I feel like I could have got over things way better mm-hmm. personally, and I could have helped her on some level. Um, <clears throat> so seek help, <laughs> seek professional help. It's okay. Yeah. Like losing okay. a friendship can be just like losing a family member. Yeah. So man, that's my advice. <laughs> Sorry guys. We're only going to cry so hard after this episode. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to cry. So what's your advice, Sophia? If you could tell anybody. <laughs> oh all right oh man i love that i love let's let's just focus on the fact that yes you can seek professional help like for (laughs) losing a friend and losing someone that close to you yeah you don't feel like it's not important because it is it is it's there there are people that are supposed to shape you you know what i mean yeah there's people that are are pinnacle people in your lives that are supposed to shape you and people downplay it because it's not your family member or it's not your it's not blood it's not your intimate partner but no i love that i love that you said that my my advice would be i wish that someone had told me that people are gonna take from you people are like friends are gonna take from you and friends are gonna use you and and then there are gonna be people who give and just give and give and give but some friends are gonna take from you and 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 that's gonna hurt and that's gonna hurt a lot and it's gonna hurt in a different way than people in intimate relationships or family relationships and you know on top of the fact that you can find help for it like you yeah. can seek people to talk through it and and you know what also it's okay it's okay to be hit with a hard memory you know a a year later or something like that yeah so just know that people there's going to be people that are going to take from you and use you and you need to recognize that yeah and a lot of that comes with experience and time but i wish i wish that I knew that it it could have happened in the friend setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always knew it could have happened in an intimate, intimate, you know, intimate setting. And you might find someone who you got into an intimate relationship and was toxic or whatever. Or it could happen in a work setting or it could happen in a, um, you know, family setting. But yeah. in a friend setting, it can happen. 
so yeah no i seek help i I appreciate that you're saying that that it's okay to to be as hurt over it as losing a a sibling yeah it can be traumatic and it's okay to seek help for it like it's it's not a small thing it can be a it can be a small thing but it can be a very large thing and it's okay to seek that help for it yeah and there and it's okay if you're one of those people that think that friendships aren't that important and friendships aren't that um you shouldn't give that much power to friends yeah you you give you get fulfillment from from elsewhere and that's awesome um but it's okay to be the the latter it's okay to be the other part where you where you give a lot of your soul to a friendship and get very hurt when you're used or you don't get it back yeah well Um, i don't know my nose is stuffy so (laughs) Can we wrap this episode up? Yes. I need to blow it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. And this is one of our heavier topics, but thank you guys for listening and, and know that you're, if whether you're the type of person that just, you know, is okay with friendship endings and, and moving on to the next, or if you're that type of person that really gets hurt or really gets invested in their friendships it's okay you're not alone you're not alone when you're feeling hurt you're not alone when you're feeling betrayed or whatever just know you're not alone and know that it's okay to go and and seek someone to talk to remember you always leave people better or worse Mm -hmm. better or worse never the same so do your best to leave people better yeah don't leave a ripple effect of like destruction leave a ripple effect of love and joy and improvement even even if friendships are rocky like you can still leave people better um so we love you guys thank you for sticking through this episode with us we're sorry (laughs) well i'm sorry i cried thank you for the tears (laughs) but we love you guys thank you 